From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. As always, I am Jerry Brooks, your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom. And man, oh man, what a news week we have had. I mean, big time crazy. And it doesn't stop today because we are just hours away from Title 42 expiring and the invasion of the United States really goes to a whole new level. And, of course, the usual suspects, namely uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, is out there acting like a total fool gaslighting everybody and thinking that you, the American people, who actually have a whole lot more sense than he does because he's such an evil little twerp, uh, yeah, he thinks, you know, he can tell you whatever and you'll believe him. And I'm sorry, it's not. Uh, so anyway, and, and the perfect example of this uh, with Title 42 to expire within hours, Mayorkas tries to assure Americans prepared for this moment, and that's the headline from uh, today's uh, Just the News. Yeah, so here's Alejandro Mayorkas in the White House briefing room uh, with the bottom theater journalists uh, there in the room trying to go uh, and gaslight Everybody, and of course, right on cue, the mainstream corporate media is taking what comes out of his mouth as gospel, which is absolutely brain dead. Now, a quote, a couple of quotes from uh, the press briefing at the White House, and this is uh, Mayorkas opening his big mouth. Now, and, and and, and here's a quote. I want to be very clear. Our borders are not open. People who cross our borders unlawfully without a legal basis to remain will be promptly processed and removed. That, ladies and gentlemen, is pure, unadulterated BS. Total BS. Because, like others of the Biden regime, he believes that you, the hardworking American people, the deplorables, the Trump supporters, are absolute freaking idiots. And you can be fooled into believing anything. Uh, Sorry, if the borders aren't open, Secretary Mayorkas, why why have we had over 6 million people illegally cross into this country since your boss, Joe Biden, took office? Hmm? If the borders aren't open, how come we've had 6 million people in the last two years and we are now set to double that just this year because of Title 42 going poof. And frankly, the 1,500 troops that have been sent by Biden down to the border are not there to secure the border. They are there as paper pushers uh, to process these people and to just let them go, you know, catch and release, just like fish. But except they're going to be going all over the country. 
I mean, every state is a border state. Every town is a border town. Big cities, whatever. It does not matter. Now, of course, another quote by the great, by the great dingbat himself and spawn of Satan, uh, Mayorkas, at the White House press briefing today, quote, We expect to see large numbers of encounters initially. This places an incredible strain on our personnel, our facilities, and our communities with whom we partner closely. No freaking duh. What you've done to the morale of the Border Patrol is just seriously messed up. But uh, the great gaslighter, Mayorkas, continued. We prepared for this moment for almost two years, <laughs> and our plan will de deliver results. It will take time for these results to be fully realized, and it is essential that we all take that into account. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, for laughing, but this is laughable. This is absolutely laughable, because if you really think about it, what is the goal? Hmm? What, what is the goal? They've had two years to prepare for this, and their plan will deliver results. Well, if the results they want to deliver are millions upon millions of illegals in this country with an increase in crime, increase in deaths by fentanyl, and to completely overwhelm the system and overwhelm states, especially red states, then your plan is well on its way to succeeding. This is why when Joe Biden and his campaign slogan is finish the job, what's the job he wants to finish? Destroying the American Republic? Well, he's well on his way because that's what his goal is. And as, and as far as Mayorkas is concerned, hey, let's let everybody in. He's so open borders. I mean, if anybody believes what he says, frankly, I say drug test and a psyche eval because if you believe what this man tells you, you are goofy as anything and you probably are suffering from some kind of mental impairment that's almost as bad as Biden's. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, yeah, so there's that. Now, now, fortunately, in Florida here, uh, even though Governor DeSantis isn't really doing all that great as far as possibly running for president, but he's doing a fan pretty fantastic job here as the governor of Florida. Now, uh, yesterday, Governor DeSantis signed a bill into law that requires employers with 25 or more workers to use the e-verify system to confirm that their employees are eligible to work in the United States. And if you don't, you get some serious, serious penalties. And also, the Florida legislature gave Governor DeSantis an extra $12 million to relocate and resettle these migrants when they're caught. Now, of course, everybody, everybody in the mainstream media had enough cows to start several dairy farms when Governor DeSantis took 50 people and flew them from, from Texas to, Mar uh, to Massachusetts, to Martha's Vineyard. Now, of course, the folks there had a cow, 
and they quickly just got these people out of there and uh, put them on a military installation there on the coast of Massachusetts. I'm <laughs> like, oh, so please. I mean, listening to some of the uh, lefties is like, no human is illegal. It's not about the person, sweetie. It's about what they do. Okay? Now get it through your thick head. And all that programming that you were taught at that nice little university of yours. And get real. Stay grounded in reality like a lot of us. If you want to live in this dystopian, uh, woke world of yours, you can. But man, when reality hits you, ooh, it's going to really suck to be you. Well, that's for sure. Oh, excuse me. My goodness. So anyway, so yeah, we are hours away from the beginning of an invasion that makes D-Day 1944 look pale by comparison. And we're not, these are not allied troops uh, storming Normandy and Omaha Beach to fight the Nazis. These are illegal immigrants from all over the world to take down the United States of America one way or another by economics, by fentanyl, by whatever means necessary. Uh, or, or they're just here to just have a brand new open field to commit crimes of all kinds, uh, such as murder, sexual assault, or you have child sex trafficking, other human trafficking, uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess, folks. This is what I have been warning people. Pray. Because as of tonight, at midnight, it's now a whole new ballgame. Whole new ballgame. And it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty at all. So, I don't know. Now... Fortunately, Florida, we've got ourselves a pretty darn good governor and everything else. But, my lord, uh, the blue states are going to have fun with this because all of a sudden they want to, okay, yeah, we're a sanctuary city, but when you send all these uh, illegal immigrants up there, all of a sudden it's like they're screaming uh, to, for Washington to send them a whole bunch of emergency funds. <laughs> no, no, no. If you want these people so dang bad, you need to take care of them yourself. Stop griping to Joe Biden. Talk to your blue governor. Hmm? Or whatever. Now, this is just going to be pretty dang crazy. But, hey, this is life in wartime because, essentially, uh, my friends... It's just not going to be fun because your community, your city, your state are going to have to deal with these people in some form or another, be it money for housing, education, or public safety. That's just what you're going to have to deal with. And... It's going to be very costly, especially to red states, because that's where they really want to hurt people. Because if you get enough of these people in a red state and you somehow get them to vote, 
Hey, this is not exactly the brightest idea, but sorry, no amnesty, no right to vote, nothing. And if anybody lets that happen, red state, blue state, Republican or Democrat, you're a freaking idiot. And I'm not going to apologize for that because I don't care what the lefties tell you. I don't care if they want to use emotion to manipulate you. That's witchcraft, people. That's freaking witchcraft. You know, so I'm like, no. If you want to go around and whine, gripe, moan, and complain, you know, you can do that, but pfft, it won't mean jack squat to me. I mean, nothing. But we can only see what happens from tomorrow forward. And I pray I'm wrong, but I have this feeling that I'm not. And, and I hate that because there are times I really don't want to be right. Ugh. Anyway, we move on to yesterday. Last night, President Trump on CNN, on a town hall, it was pretty much CNN's cleverly laid trap to get Trump pretty much beaten up and bruised and bloody by either the audience or the pain-in-the-ass host, uh, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin, whatever the heck her name is. This chick is was a mess. She was mean. She was essentially, as I heard, a witch with a B. She was mean. She was disrespectful. I mean, just because you hate him, you need to show him respect because whether you liked it or not, whether Jake Tapper liked it or not, Anderson Cooper, Wolf Blitzer, or anybody else at your loser network liked it, he, is, he was still the president of the United States, and he will be again. Now, I guarantee you, I guarantee to you, they, there have been uh, town halls with Biden, and they did not treat him nearly as snarky and mean as they've done President Trump. But from everything I've seen during the whole thing and afterwards, CNN managed to essentially make themselves look like absolute fools. And even liberals, I mean, way out wackadoodle, white privilege liberals, like this guy named Rick Wilson, who I've seen before, he went on Twitter and he just laid, I mean, he is no fan of Trump, but he laid into CNN. I mean, a expletive tirade, an expletive-laden tirade with several F-bombs in there. And I just thought, dang, even AOC, one of the favorites of CNN, she wasn't exactly thrilled either. And what really came back to bite CNN right in their arse was the fact that the people who asked the questions, they were well thought out questions. They were questions that were substantive. They were talking about important issues of the day. Now, of course, this Caitlin Collins, who just was 
I mean, it was pathetic watching this woman. I knew it wasn't going to be great. And she just came across as, well, I want to answer this question. I want you to answer this. It's like, and he and Trump just went straight on, talked to the people, and ignored that nasty little witch. I'm like, this is 2016 classic Trump. <laughs> it was classic. I loved it. And watching the post, uh, post town hall stuff on CNN, oh, Byron, Congressman Byron Donalds, right here from Florida, right about the southwest part. Oh, love the guy. He pretty much took Van Jones, Anderson Cooper, and the whole stinking lot of those people and took them head on and pretty much they he tore he tore them up from the floor up. And oh my gosh, I love Byron Donalds. I, I met him last year at CPAC in Orlando, but man, I'd love to see him again. It's like thank you, thank you, Byron Donalds, for pretty much taking on CNN and giving them hell. I loved it. I absolutely positively loved it. And I'm hoping to get the, uh, I mean, I've seen uh, the clips of it, but I want to get it for myself and put it on the website, uh, which, by the way, in blackandright.net, or you can email us at inblackandright at gmail.com. So, yeah, here we go. This was great. Now, to kind of put the cherry on top of the sundae, um, Dr. Monica Crowley, one incredibly sharp and smart lady, worked in the Treasury Department for Trump from 2019 to 2021, wrote a great piece, uh, opinion piece in Newsweek. And the headline, frankly, says it all. He's back. CNN Town Hall proves Trump is once again the dominant figure of American politics. And I couldn't agree with Dr. Crowley more. And it was beautiful. He took them all on. He took, he took on the issues. He took on 2020, the 2020 election. He took on January 6th. He took it all on. And even uh, the whole thing with the Russian disinformation letter on Hunter Biden's laptop, which was signed by 51 former and current intelligence officials, and they knew the whole stinking time it was a damn lie. Oh my gosh. And of course, the CIA was up to their ever-loving nose in it. Not just Mike Morrell, the former deputy director, but there were people who were working at the time in the agency to do this, to not just mess up and influence elections overseas, they did it here in the United States. And today, uh, John Brennan, former CIA director, spent five hours in a deposition with the House Subcommittee on government weaponization chaired by Congressman Jim Jordan and also uh, Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates from here in Florida uh, is on that committee. And they pretty much went at it. 
you know, for five hours getting him deposed and just to see how much of a lying sack of crap that he is. And now they're going to come up with legislative solutions to deal with people who have security clearances and they do really dumb stuff like this. Now, people like Brennan and Tapper and all these, uh, oh, Greg Clapper and all these others, they lied like dogs, they're absolute crap, they're spawns of Satan, and they never lost their security clearances for something that they all damn well knew was a lie. That absolutely ticks me off. As someone who wanted to go into the intelligence field, but I'm glad I'm not. Because this is just really sick, twisted, and wrong. It just is. But, oh well. I mean, that's kind of a little bit off subject, but it's okay though, because, hey, this needs to be dealt with. It absolutely needs to be dealt with. And, oh my gosh. But yes, Trump looked fantastic. And I thought this was a bad idea at first. I really thought so. Uh, but after what he did to this Caitlin Collins woman and interacting with the audience at who, and to the people of New Hampshire, I mean, this is fun. The funny part is CNN picked the audience. Because they figured, it's like, oh, they'll go after Trump and they'll ask him all these really tough questions. He loved it. And the, the people of New Hampshire who asked those questions, the eight people, they were great questions. At least, I mean, I think, yeah. I think maybe one was a little goofy, but, but still, Trump took it on. I mean, somebody asked about how to bring down... Uh, prices of everything and he went right to the energy issue and he's all all it took was three words for trump to get an practically an almost standing ovation drill baby drill boom the place erupted i loved it and caitlin collins absolutely looked like a full-on mess because her the great grand plan of CNN blew up in their face. And it couldn't happen to a real loser network. It really couldn't happen to a more loser network. And I'm cool with that. So Trump was great. Uh, and M Monica Crowley's uh, opinion piece in Newsweek was great. And yes, uh, and of course it's, you know, I am a Trump supporter. I make no apology for it. And believe you me, I know as a black American who's supporting Trump, liberal blacks are off of their rocker. But there are some things that give me hope. And this was a story that came out a little bit earlier this week saying that Trump is gaining support amongst minorities i'm like what hello i mean haven't what have we heard for the last eight years trump's a racist trump's a racist it's like and people try to tell me that and i just almost really want to slap them for being so stupid 
I don't reward stupidity. And I just go look at these people and say, no, they're not worth it. They're just, they're just not worth it, and I just need them out of my airspace because they need a drug test or a comprehensive psyche valve. No, 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 no. Sorry. Not worth it. Absolutely not worth it. So I don't know what's going on here. But I loved it, though, because it gives me hope. Now, in 2020, President Trump got 12% of the black vote. It doesn't sound like a huge number, but it was a historic number because no Republican for president ever got double digits from black Americans. Never. They're still under the influence of the Democrat Sith. Trump got 12%. Now, in this survey, 27% of black Americans support or are leaning towards supporting Trump. 27%. Now, if Trump in 2024 gets anywhere close to 15% or more of the black vote, over. Game over. And the DNC, the Congressional Black Cuckoos, and so many other people and other black liberal academics and whatever, they're going to absolutely lose their freaking minds. They're going to they're gonna lose it. They're going to have so many cows, they're going to put a whole bunch of dairy farms in business and hopefully might bring down the price of milk and, and dairy products and all this other stuff. But hang tight, folks. Blexit, Blexit does have hope here. And the Blexit movement has linked itself with Turning Point USA, uh, Charlie Kirk's phenomenal organization, and I'm like, whoa, that's going to be interesting, especially when you're dealing with a lot of younger, more college-educated, more professional blacks who don't believe that after multi-generational government dependence, multi-generational poverty and dysfunction, they're done. They've heard the message, and they're like, uh-uh. They're done. So that gives me some hope. It does give me some hope that maybe, just maybe, uh, we might just get maybe black, enough of black America to snap out of it and realize the Democrats have treated them like crap for, de for generations, all the way back to the 19th century. You know, this is why even in California, they're talking about this whole reparations movement for blacks in California. Even Gavin Newsom, gruesome Newsom, who is about as woke as it gets, even he can't quite endorse it. And that tells me something. That, wow, this is insane. It's so insane and so crazy, even the incredibly woke, you know, Mr. Hairgel himself, Gavin Newsom can't get behind it. So, my friends, there is hope for black America. Uh, and people like me and Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, and others, we're going to be out there. We're going to be voices. We're not going to be silenced. So, just deal with it, okay? Okay. So, <laughs> with that in mind, 
Thank you so much. Let's call it a day today. I appreciate you listening. You can also catch in Black and White Daily on our Rumble page. Uh, we've done some other things that we've added to uh, in blackandright.net. Uh, we have an archives page where you can listen to shows from the recent past. We also have uh, a donation button uh, that's on the upper right corner of the website because our show is growing. And we are dealing with growing pains, but it's not a bad thing. Uh, more opportunities have been made available and are going to be made available uh, to go to various events around the region. Uh, I've also got a, I'm also becoming more available to do media appearances and speaking engagements at conferences, churches, various groups. So uh, it took, all it took last week was, in fact, it was one week ago today where uh, I made my national TV debut on Real America's Voice uh, morning show, American Sunrise. And I am grateful beyond words to Ed Henry, Karen Turk, and Terrence Bates, and the folks at Real America's Voice. I'm very, very grateful. So, anyway, my friends, uh, tomorrow, WTF Friday, and believe me, there could be a whole bunch to go WTF about. That's for sure. So, for right now, thank you so much for listening. We're, you can subscribe to the podcast. We're on all podcast platforms, big, small, and in between. And we look forward to you telling your friends about us. We also have our online store where we have some merchandise. And we're coming out with uh, a line for the summer. Just got to... It's, it's taking more time than I thought, but it's okay. We're going to... The job's going to get done. So... Uh, take care, everybody. God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. See you tomorrow for WTF Friday. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.